Fraternal greetings and good wishes to all the brothers and the sisters. We have come to the final session of the talk, which I assume that I may conclude by eleven o'clock. Thereafter we have a short break and then have blessings for the in, incoming souls, the children.
and also for the pregnant ladies and finally blessings to the to the the eldest person of the group who has been the senior most theosophist who has been with us and who just by sheer will has come to be in this class bearing her bearing her body which is absolutely non cooperative yes it's the will of the soul that enables her to come so we we recognize her we honor her and may the and in the name of the hierarchy bless her thereafter we have the noon prayer which we conduct in the form of the global peace prayer so then the proceedings are concluded yes thereafter we have lunch we may proceed home i continue relating to the groups who are intending to relate to me so that's that's how the schedule is is fixed by our president joseph parallel for the benefit of all so coming back to the theme of the divine laws we have fairly known certain laws yesterday the law of essential unity and its eternity then the law of periodicity the law of alternation the law of vibration the law of involution and evolution yes and we picture upon the law of action yes. and that is what we continue with now the universe entire universe as explained before is said to be a field of action yes and all are in action yes according to certain rhythms therefore the law of rhythm becomes a part of the law of action yes rhythm is rhythm keeps us in in good stead it enables us to be in tune with nature there are there are rhythms set for activity 
There are rhythms for the forenoon. For the forenoon. Forenoon. No lunas. Forenoon. Before the noon. Yes. There, there are rhythms for the early morning. There are rhythms for the forenoon. There are rhythms for afternoon. There are rhythms for the evening. And there are rhythms for the night. So the law of rhythm enables us to stay in tune with nature when we follow the rhythms. The, the day is divided into eight parts, with uh, three hours each. The first part of the day is counted from 3 a.m. to 6 a.m. That's the time best suited for meditation according to the rhythms. For meditation, the best time, according to the nature's rhythm, is said to be between 3 a.m. to 6 a.m. Yes. Those who give utmost importance to meditation, Think of the time in between three and six. Yes. yes. We are a step behind it. In the sense we meditate at six p.m., six a.m. Yes. It's not bad because it is the next it is next period of three, three hours. Mm-hmm. But the rhythm is you are, you are attuned to nature even before, and receive the, the, the dawn, the energies of dawn, the energies of awakening, which are the energies of awareness. You receive them into you and you are much more awakened in you, much more aware in you. So that's how the morning rhythm is originally meant to tune up to the surrounding nature. But the modern humanity does not believe in early wake-up. Yes. All that is modern is not uh, beneficial. Yes. Early wake-up is an indication of energies attuning to the nature. 
a late wake up indicates that one is suffering from inertia and he needs to <coughs> work it out burn up some the inertia to find in tune with nature likewise in the from as the day progresses you are progressive in your actions into the objective world yes and as the day concludes the light of the day concludes you also conclude your activity and by the time the dusk comes the evening time the twilight of the evening you would be as cool as the dawn hour the twilight hours are of consequence the twilight hour is in the morning and twilight hour is in the evening yes yes in the morning it is from darkness to light things happen in such a deep silence and in the evening from light to darkness there is a change in energies yes these changes have to be noticed and attuned to yes from dawn to dusk as the sun moves Yes. there is a meridian at the meridian also there is change of energies yes whenever there is change of energies it is considered necessary that you stay quiet and relate to the change that is happening around you so that you adjust your energy in tune with the changing energy the forenoon is different from the afternoon the afternoon is different from the time which is after sunset the time before the midnight is different from the time after the midnight hmm. so that's how the ancients uh, they conceived uh, the four dimensions of the day from dawn to noon noon to dusk and then from dusk to midnight uh, midnight to dawn this is in tune with the new moon to eighth phase of moon from eighth phase of moon to full moon from full moon to the descending eighth phase of moon and then to new moon yes the day is one cycle which is divided into four parts the month is also 
on the basis of the faces of luna moon is seen as a month of four quarters which are not our weeks yes the weeks are different from the nodal points of the lunar month yes changes are required to be observed during the new moon hours full moon hours half moon hours yes there is a half moon in the ascending arc and there is a half moon in the descending arc yes yes it looks to be half moon but one is different from the other Yes. Yes. During the ascending half moon, one side of the moon is revealed, the other side is hidden. And in the other half moon, the hidden side is revealed and earlier revealed side is hidden. Yes. It's like we have. Yes. For one full moon, half moon. Yes, it is like this. Only this half, one half is revealed. Yes. For the other half moon, the other side is revealed. Yes. So it's not the same half moon. Yes. So it has different energy supply. Yes. And those half moons. Yes. Half visible, half is invisible. Yes. That's how it is said that the divine is male, female, half visible, half invisible. Yes. there is an invisible invisible side relating to us and there is a visible side yes so you have to relate between your invisible and visible side in tune with the cycles of moon and also in tune with the cycles of the day and in a bigger cycle we have the year divided into four parts yes this is this is the basic rhythm to understand the the time the movement of energies and their subtle changes only when we know know this we are attuned to it yes in the year also you have the winter solstice as the dawn from there there is the rise of the sun towards north and reach and reaches the meridian by the by the equinox the spring equinox thereafter by the summer solstice it again cuts across the equator and then goes down so from capricorn to cancer yes 
This called the day. From Cancer to Capricorn, it is called the night. The theory is, as the annual noon, and with Libra, as the annual midnight. Like this, there is a fourfold division. Yes. And if you go into bigger cycles, yeah, there are four yugas. One is Kruta, Treta, Dhyapara, Kali. They are also conceived in this fashion. Yes. Even our life shall have to be, the span of life shall have to be divided into four equal parts. Yes. Four equal parts. Assuming that we live in a functional manner up to eighty-four years. Up to eighty-four years. Each quarter is twenty-one years. Yes. So every twenty-one years, first twenty-one is preparation. From, from the birth to twenty-one years, it is a preparation. Twenty-one to forty-two to, to develop, to build life. Forty-two to sixty-three, hold it well. Sixty-three to eighty-four, then slowly prepare interesting things that we have developed to those who, who succeed you, so that you hand over and move forward. So this kind of planning is important. Yes. Planning in tune with the time, planning in tune with the span of life. Yes. And Yes, yesterday I was explaining to you, as we progress in life, initially we have to develop as many skills and abilities as possible. Thereafter, consider a life partner. We should not think of a life partner when we are unable to sustain ourselves. Yes. When you cannot sustain yourself with abilities, adding a life partner means adding a problem. Yes. Isn't it? How can you think of a, a girlfriend or a boyfriend or a partner to live together? Unless he has the ability to support the partner, yes. it is inter-supportive. Yes. As you support, you receive support. But do we have enough skills to support? Do you have did you develop enough abilities to support? Without thinking of Supporting the self and supporting the spouse, if we get into marriage and 
and get children. Then you are a problem to yourself and to your children. And the life is upside down. Yes. So that's why the rhythms are very well laid out in the nature. Yes. Only when the tree grows adequately strong, it gives birth to fruits. Yes. A premature birth, the fruit won't be very tasty. Mm. And it is heavy for the tree itself. So first we have to build skills. First quarter is for building skills. Second quarter is offering the skills to society where you also think of a life partner and then move forward together. Building life with a the mutual skills. Third quarter, to settle well. Fourth quarter, to hand it over and to move forward. Whatever is built, we hand it over and move forward. That's how the rhythms are set. So these rhythms are valid on a daily basis also. Yes. From morning to noon, noon to night, noon to evening. From evening you should start withdrawing. In the last quarter of the day, you should be able to withdraw. You cannot still hang on to things. So also in the lunar month, as you are approaching the new moon, where the, the moon wanes. Yes. Yes. In, towards the new moon in the last quarter, the moon arc becomes very thin. Yes. Meaning, less mind, more awareness, more soul, less mind. So you, you step up your activity and grow, settle, and then slowly think of succession to and hand it over. Thereafter, withdraw. This is how there is a day, there is a month, there is a year, there is a century, there is a lifespan. These rhythms uh, are part of the law of action. Yes. In the law of action there are many details. Mm-hmm. The entire discipleship is about uh, the law of right action. Mm-hmm. Yes. Unless the, action, the, law, the actions are in tune with law, you cannot be experiencing the harmony within you and around you. To derive the harmony within and to derive the harmony around you, regardless of the condition, yes, there may be 
absence of harmony in the objectivity. But your inner harmony can set harmony to the surroundings. But if the inner harmony is disturbed, a, dis- a disturbed person also disturbs the surroundings. Yes. Isn't it? If I am disturbed and very confused, I disturb you all and confuse you all and take to my flight. Yes. So this, this, so where should it start, the harmony? Yes. Harmony should start with you. Peace should start with you. Poise should be with you. Yes. That's why it is said in English. Let the discipline be commencing from you. We want to discipline all those around us. Yes. But unless we are disciplined, no discipline, the energy of discipline does not transmit from us, does not emit from us. Yes. A father who is not disciplined, if he tells his children to be disciplined, it doesn't work. Why? Because he doesn't carry the energy that emits discipline. Yes. Once upon a time, yes, a man, a man trained his dog. Yes. The, the dog talks as, like a human. Yes. If you, if you say good morning to the dog, the dog also says good morning. Yes. If you say good night to the dog, the dog also says good night. Yes. If you tell the dog, I love you, the dog says, I love you. Yes. It's very unusual, you know. Yes. He thought he should show this dog to the king. So, so he sent word that he has a speaking dog. Yes. The king admitted the person with the dog into the royal court. And all were present in the royal court. So the man entered with the dog. Yes. And he told the dog, kneel down before the king. The dog said, kneel down before the king. (laughs) He did not kneel down. Because he only knows how to speak. Yes. But he does not know how to kneel down. Likewise, a father who himself doesn't carry discipline, when he tells his child to be disciplined, the child also says to his child, be disciplined. No one follows discipline. 
So that's how it rhythms have to be followed. Yes. Yes. Unless rhythms are followed, the related magnetism does not emerge from one. Yes. There is no magnetism, there is no radiation. So therefore, the, the rhythms shall have to start with one cell. Yes. When you see your father getting up very early in the morning, which happened with us, and when you see your father doing asanas, yoga asanas, and standing in an upside posture for half an hour, you get inspired. Eh? Look at this man, he stands upside down. Yeah. Let me also try. Let me also get up early in the morning. Yes. So we follow those, yes, who are elderly to us. So therefore the seers, the masters of wisdom, who are elderly to us in awareness, they follow certain rhythms and they say, you may also take to these rhythms. You may, no compulsion. Yes, a, a wise man never instructs. A wise man never influences. A wise man just informs. Yes. And says, if you like, you may do it. Yes. But regularly observing the wise men, there are some in humanity who would like to Yes, emulate them, follow them. That's how the actions help. A demonstration helps, but not speeches. Yes. If people give very big speeches on scriptures, but in their in their own life, nothing relating to scripture is visible, then such speeches do not have the magnetic impact. So the law of rhythm shall have to be picked up so that we get more and more strengthened by nature. Yes. The nature around you, when you are in tune with it, it strengthens you. And you are better able to do things. That's how these uh, rhythms to attune with nature is what we call good habits. Yes. Rhythms to attune with nature are called good habits. One may have good habits. Uh, and one may not have virtues. You know, good habits are different from good virtues. Yes. One may be very disciplined, but has no compassion. One has compassion, but no rhythm. Yes. In either case, it's not very useful. 
Good habits will give you good abilities. But the abilities can be used either way when you don't have the virtue. Yes. As much as there are white musicians, there are also black musicians. Yes. Black musicians. Don't think they are somewhere in the caves or mountain ranges, or in ghost houses. Ghost houses. Or in seans. Dark places. Yes, yes. are very much in metropolis. Yes. In capital markets. In stock exchanges. Yes. In business there is as much black magic as there is white magic. In all power places there is as much black magic as white magic. Yes. When you are virtuous and rhythmic, you are effective. Yes. When you are rhythmic and not virtuous and are vicious, you are also effective. Effective. Yes. What makes one effective is the rhythm. Yes. If he is on the side of virtue, he promotes goodwill. If he is on the other side, he promotes evil. So, rhythm is common for both. Yes. If a man is virtuous, and is not rhythmic, he is not very effective. There are many good persons who are good for nothing. Yes. What is the use? No doubt they are good people, but they are good for nothing. Why? Because the abilities are not developed through rhythms. There is a lot of place before you can. <laughs> so that is where the so-called groups are. Yes. Today the groups, all over the globe, there are thousands of groups. They are all good people. They have good faith. They want to be doing good to the society. But there is no effectiveness. Why? Because they haven't developed abilities through rhythm. Yes. But the other side, there are rhythmic people who are not good. They don't have goodwill. They are very rhythmic. So they are very effective in the world. So how can you expect some 
some golden age, some new age and all that. When, when the ones who hold goodwill do not carry good ability and those who do not carry goodwill have good ability, that's the situation. We, we cannot see a great progress with humanity where the law of rhythm is followed, but goodwill is not followed. Where there is goodwill followed, but no abilities are developed because there are no rhythms. Ineffective good people. That's why we say, uh, he is a good man, but good for nothing. Yeah, yes. What for is that good? Yes. Once it so happened, yes, a disciple of, of Master Maurya, who has been with him over centuries, yes, he was entertaining a thought, yes, Next century will be better. Yes. It was not so. Then the next century. Yes. yes. It would be better. But next century passed by. Yes. Things are moving down. Yes. Things are moving up. Yes. How many centuries he would have seen? Yes. He is there even at the time of Krishna, Master Maurya. And even before, even before, he is the most ancient one. Yes. He is seeing the goodwill groups everywhere. <laughs> His disciple asked, Master, when would, when would really the good times will come? He said. Hmm. Yeah. The master says they will come, they will come, they will come. Hmm. Yeah. Then the disciple asked, but when? See, in the nineteenth century, they were speaking of a new age. Yes. Isn't it? that a new age will dawn in twentieth century. In twentieth century, we now conveniently say, the new age will dawn in twenty-first century. Yes, yes. It goes on. It is like writing, tomorrow I will be better. Tomorrow I will be better. Yes. Again, next day morning, when we see the writing on the wall, ah, tomorrow. <laughs> and again tomorrow, again tomorrow, again tomorrow. Yes. That's how we are. So the, when the disciple asks the Master, Master, truly tell me, truly. Yes, tell when will the golden age come? Yes. 
the master said eh? when you are effective mm-hmm. the disciple felt a bit eh? <laughs> he made a question a face with a question mark yeah. he was thinking am i not effective yeah. i am with a great master how can he how would, how would he say that when i am effective it, it means i am not effective yes then he asked the master yes don't you think master i am effective the master smiled i will let you know later yes for the moment there is a scripture which requires to be copied you get it copied yes within a month it's a scripture of 1000 1000 leaves those are not days where there was there was no paper so they are writing on the palm leaves yes so he gave a, a, a scripture and said get it copied within a month it's important so he took the scripture the disciple yes and he went to a scribe who writes on the palm leaves mm-hmm. this scribe said i don't have enough paper yes i have three four leaves just to write communications but to write a scripture i need at least 1200 leaves because some may out of 1200 i'll make sure that 1000 are well used and he said you have to pay me to buy the 1200 leaves and then the disciple gave the money and said it's very important kindly make sure that you buy the leaves in time and then make sure that you copy and i will again come back to you on 26th july yes today is 26th june yes. one month yes 26th july is known to be merry life day that's how master cvv yes introduced a new energy on 26th of july and said it is a merry life day mm-hmm. it was not there during those times because master cvv's advent is far later so the disciple has given money has given instructions he came back and he told the master 
it shall be done in a month. Yes, I have made arrangements. Yes. After this disciple left the scribe, another disciple of a black master, yes. he came to the scribe. He came with a scripture of fifteen hundred leaves. He said, I want this picture to be copied yes, in ten days' time. In ten days. Then the scribe said, I have no leaves. Yes. I want money for the believers. The disciple of the black musician, he, he took out the dagger yes, and put it at the neck and said, Do what you like. Yes. Damn well get it done in a in ten days' time. Yes. Do you, don't you? Yes. Do you, don't you? Yes. This guy was frightened. Yes. He said, yes, I will. Yes. So what happened? He went, he went in great hurry, collected the leaves. With the money given by the good disciple. Yes, yes. And every day the the other disciple was following, how far have you come? How many leaves are copied? Because fifteen hundred pages, fifteen hundred leaves in ten days means you should be copying at the rate of one fifty leaves every day. So daily there is a morning A WhatsApp call. Yes. What all of that? WhatsApp call. <laughs> See, if it is a good disciple, if he is a good disciple, he uses the telephone line, you know, and pays the bills. Yes. He pays the mobile company. But the other fellow, he uses the same mobile, but he will not pay anything. Hmm. He uses WhatsApp, he uses, face, he uses Facebook, he uses Skype, nothing is paid, and he also has a mobile phone, isn't it? His effectiveness. So every morning and every evening he telephones, how far have you come? Hmm. Yes. Early in the morning he telephones and says, did you wake up? Are you already at work? Yes. This scribe cannot speak lie because he does it through Skype and through Facebook. He can see if the scribe is really writing or not. The other, the first disciple, he believer, he is a believer, no? I gave him money and he accepted that he will do it in thirty days. I will go on the thirtieth day 
అండ్ కలెక్ట్ ది బుక్ కలెక్ట్ ది కాఫీ దట్ ఇస్ ది థింకింగ్ ఆఫ్ ది మాస్టర్స్ డిసైపుల్ ది అదర్ డిసైపుల్ హీ డి నాట్ పే పై టు దిస్ క్రైమ్ ఈ సెట్ డూ వాట్ యూ లైక్ గెట్ మీ ది కాపీ అదర్వైజ్ ఆఫ్టర్ టెన్ డేస్ యువర్ నెక్ ఈస్ కట్ సో దిస్ క్రైమ్ కాపీడ్ ఇన్ టెన్ డేస్ అండ్ గేవ్ ది కాపీ టు ది అదర్ డిసైపుల్ ఏ మంత్ ఆఫ్టర్ ఏ మంత్ ఆఫ్టర్ the good disciple he came to the scribe and asked what what has happened to the scripture yes the scribe said what scripture no scripture no copying yes what happened to the money i gave you yes he said he had to use it because there was a crisis for him yes yes <laughs> i had a crisis i used your money in that crisis yes so the the good one returned to master mohriya and explained what happened yes yes then the master asked are you effective yes are you effective you are not effective see the other fellow he is so effective is three times effective he got it done in 10 days with no cost you you have <laughs> you you have incurred cost but you have not been able to deliver so with this kind of disciples so if you ask me when will the new age come it will come Yes, yes. <laughs> that can be the only answer i i keep telling this story to our in our groups that it's not enough if you are just virtuous you have to be effective also yes there has to be virtue associated with ability if there is only ability and no virtue you become a a very selfish person who exploits the whole surrounding but if you are virtuous and don't have abilities you cannot even live for yourself forget about supporting others so therefore effectiveness associating with virtue is what the seventh ray speaks of hmm of rhythms see america got independence through the seventh through those disciples who are very able and virtuous right from down under south america from argentina brazil bolivia colombia venezuela all those countries they were all liberated by masons 
హూఆర్ వర్చువస్ అండ్ ఏబుల్ స్వార్సది నార్త్ అమెరికా ఇట్ ఈస్ మ్యాసన్స్ హూఆర్ నాట్ ఓన్లీ వర్చువస్ బట్ ఆల్సో సో వెరీ మ్యాగ్నెటిక్ అండ్ రేడియంట్ త్రూ దే రిథమ్స్ సో ఫర్ లాఫ్ యాక్షన్ ది ట్రూ vitality comes from rhythm so so therefore when i am thinking of speaking to you about the law of action yes the law of rhythm must necessarily be stated yes think about the law of rhythm make your life very rhythmic yes when you bring rhythm into life slowly you would have a, a rhythmic day and slowly rhythm enters into every aspect of life yes. you would have good rhythms of sleep and good rhythms of wake up good rhythms of work good rhythms of food and good rhythms of rest Yes. everything moves in in a rhythmic manner when every aspect of your life is filled with rhythm yes your speech also becomes rhythmic and magnetic yes your thoughts the occurrence of thoughts also tend to be rhythmic yes you you develop certain potentials which are otherwise not with us yes slowly an anarthamic energy becomes a rhythmic energy like an iron piece becoming a magnet yes that's the beauty of rhythm and this rhythm law of rhythm is part of law of action yes now with this one hour introduction to the law of rhythm it's only an introduction <laughs> we get into we get into law of action yes the fundamental principle relating to the law of action is we have a right to act but not for the fruits of action yes. that is the fundamental that is the fundamental principle the humans have right to act but they have no right to fruits yes. this is not acceptable to humans because the humans think that if we act we act for fruits yes what for should we act if we are not acting for fruits what for we should act if we are not acting for results good results what for should we play if we don't play to win yes this is the normal understanding but when you play to win the play is no more joyful yes 
when you play when you work for results the work is no more joyful because you have the tension of the results is people there are targets set and reaching the targets is a tension when you are tensed up the action is not joyful when you are tensed up the action is not at its optimum and what what best can happen with you does not happen in anxiety and tension so you you fail in an in your action and eventually also fail in your result so the wisdom tells keep acting so don't don't relate it to the results are fruits of action the fruits are not for you the fruits are for the surrounding life yes. your action is for others yes. if you are acting you should see what it is for others yes if it is for you you start preparing your fate if it is for others you do not give birth to fate that's where we give the examples of the tree the cow the fruits of the tree are not for the tree they are for others the shade of the tree is also not for the tree when so many people gather under the shade of a tree what should the tree think of did you ever think of it in spain it is very common that you have very hard days isn't it you look for it you look for the shade of the tree two or three or four of you gather under the shade of the tree and already feel the difference yes. standing in the sunlight the breeze is hot standing under the shade of the tree the same breeze becomes cool yes so we we take shelter under the shade of the tree yes and feel comfortable yes but what shade does the tree receive yes is it ever thinking of a shade for itself yes and does she feel jealous uh, that these fellows are taking shade under me not paying me anything yes do we pay when we are under the shade of a tree in nature if you observe it is always one for the other it is one for many yes if in this life if in this life if one can help a thousand people one can help at 10000 people yes it's a life worth living 
Yes. Yes. If one lives for himself, huh? it's not worth living. Yes. What is so big that you live for yourself? Yeah. Therefore, the, the, the law of action fundamentally says, yes, get out of the sickness of acting for fruits. You act. Yes. Let the fruits be for others. When your actions bear fruits to many, the nature bears fruits for you. Yes. Those who take care of others are taken care of by nature. For this all that you need is trust in nature. Yes. Trust in All great deeds are done by great men only by trust in nature. Yes. Nature is like the mother and you need to trust. And in that trust, if you perform for others, you are also taken care of. Yes. This is the fundamental law which is called yajna. Yajna. There are two words in Sanskrit. Yes. Yaja, Jaya. Yes. Yaja. Yes. Yaja means act for others' welfare. Mm-hmm. If you keep on acting for others' welfare, mm-hmm. your welfare the nature takes care of. Yes. You are fulfilled. Yes. When you are fulfilled, it is called Jaya. Jaya. Ya, Ja, Jaya. It is only interchange of. Hmm. Yes. If you, if you are, if you live, your life is dedicated for the well-being of others, without thinking of what it is for me. Your energies keep flowing into the surroundings. You tend to be a distributor of energies. You, you tend to offer in every direction. See, you just see a fountain. Yes. How beautiful it is. Yes. When you see a fountain, you are very joyful. Because everything is springing from within to the surroundings in all 360 directions. Yes. You see a whirlpool? Yes. yes. I hope you have seen some whirlpools eh? in the rivers. Eh? If, if you are by the side of a, a good flowing river, you can see whirlpools. Hmm. Yes. A whirlpool is the opposite of the spring. Yes. Yes. Opposite of the spring. One keeps uh, offering itself into the surroundings while the other 
the willpool, it sucks everything from the surrounding institutions. What a difference. Yeah. Anything in the surrounding, it keeps sucking into itself. That's a willpool. While the fountain, it keeps offering to the surroundings, which gives you joy. Which gives you joy. When there is an unfoldment, an offering, and when there is a distribution all around, yes, joy is automatic, natural. When there is a sucking, all the time, yes. Then there is fear, tension, insecurity, any amount of sucking doesn't help. Yes. Yeah. See, if we find some person who keeps on drawing from the surroundings, yes. yes. People don't entertain him. People don't uh, uh, accept his company. He says, don't go to him. Don't let him come. He is a sucker. Yes. He sucks your energy. Yes. He sucks your money. He sucks your comforts. He, he sucks all your resources. Yes. Don't go to him. Yes. Don't we say that? Yes. So the one who gathers for himself everything all the time. Yes. He is working out his nemesis through a fate which he creates for himself. Yes. Today, the education is only teaching how to gather. Yes. Yes. How to gather knowledge, how to gather money, how to gather power, how to gather best wealth, best health. Yes. Yes. Everything for you. Yes. Organic food. <laughs> Healthy food. There is such a mania of healthy food these days that it is reaching disproportionate levels. Yes, disproportionate levels. Why? Because the anxiety is for you, health for you, wealth for you, growth for you, all for you, which is which transforms you or degenerates you into a whirlpool energy. In yoga we speak of the whirlpool energy of a center transforming into a lotus. All centers which are generally a whirlpool energy when man is mundane, in a mundane man, 
the centers function as a as chakras we call them chakra means circular movement like a whirlpool yes it keeps taking energies down and down and down and down exhausted and ultimately puts you to death that's how it happens when you are only thinking about you about me my posa my ninias my ninios me padres me casa all this is <laughs> it's a different ball game in that ball game you have only tension you have fear you have suspicion you have lack of trust and you meet with death mm-hmm. however much you eat healthy food you will die Yes. <laughs> That's how it is. The law of nature is otherwise. The law of nature tells us, look to the plant, it is for others. Look to the animal, it is for the others. As I said the other day, the, the, the milk of the cow Imagine if the cow itself drinks its milk. Even before you go to the cow to milk it, it doesn't give any milk. If you ask the cow, the cow says, I drank it. If the cow drinks its milk, if the tree eats its fruits, what will happen to us? Then, what a plant does, what an animal does, a man is unable to do. Yes. The devas anyway, they are for others. The elements are for others. As I said, the plant is for, planet is for others. All planets are for the solar system, not for themselves. Yes. They keep on moving around them all the time. If you go to any planet, tap him on the shoulder. Why are you moving all the time like this? It's for you, he says. The planet says, it's for the beings. Yes. We ask the planet, don't you get a reeling sensation? <laughs> Since 30 million years, this planet is moving around itself like this. It never stops, it never slows down, it never speeds up. you know why? Yes. Because it is concerned about us. If it slows down, we fall. If it speeds up, we fall. If it stops, all is gone. So, so therefore, it's a concern for others. Concern. That's why it is a planetary angel. Such a complete concern for others. So every kingdom in the in the universe demonstrates that I am for the others. That's why the scripture says, 
No doubt we have right for action. And you have to act. Because you are in a field of action. I told you in the first step, Kurukshetra. You are in a field of action. If you are not in action, you would fall. In the football court, you cannot just stand like that. Yes. You have to keep running. This way that way, back and forth. Yes. You cannot say, I'll take rest in the football court. <laughs> you cannot. So action is essential. Yes. Then action is of two types. Action for self, action for the general good. Yes. If you are in action for a general good, you thrive. You thrive. Thrive. What is it? Where are you looking? That's why I'm asking you. <laughs> what is the word for thriving? You progress. Mm-hmm. You survive. You do not sink. Yes. If you are acting for others. Yes. You survive and you grow and you grow into greater light. Mm-hmm. Yes. Only when you think of results, you wish to, you wish to manipulate your action for result. Yes. It makes things still worse. Yes. When you manipulate, you are manipulated. Yes. That's how the whole human game is one manipulating the other all the time. Yes. The developing, the developed countries manipulate the developing countries. The developing countries try to manipulate the developed countries. Everyone trying to manipulate the other, we create hell on earth. Yes. This is why, why we do, why this kind of unrest is there, embodied humanity on the planet. It's because everyone is working for himself. Every province works for itself. Yes. Yes. Instead of one province helping the other. Yes. Catalonia helping Castellian. Castellian helping Catalonia is wisdom. Trying to preserve our borders, preserve our resources only for us is anti-wisdom. Yes. There is the wisdom is in unity, but not in division. But today everywhere there is a division. While there is an effort for unity, there is an effective division. See? We plan for a common Europe. Yes, isn't it? European Union is not today's thought. Hmm. It was there long, long ago. Hmm. It is in the plan. It is in the divine plan that Europe shall be a strong union. 
but we fail it. Yes. It was envisioned by an initiate who was guided by a master of wisdom and that is whom we call the initiate, Napoleon Bonaparte. Yes. Before that, it was also envisioned by Alexander the Great. Every king initiate had the vision of uniting Europe. Because uniting Europe, it does much good to entire Europe and also gives balance to the east and to the west. Yes. To the east and the west. East and west can be balanced with, the, with Europe as the fulcrum. Yes. That can happen when there is a strong union of Europe. Yes. Yes. But what happens? People think how to get out of the union than to get into it. It is like in the group, you know. Yes. The group doesn't integrate. Everyone retains a strong personality and see how he is different from the other. How it works. The groups do not integrate. The provinces of a nation do not integrate. Is it not? I don't have to tell you. No, you know it better. The Basque, Catalonia, Castilian, blah, 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 blah. So many are there. But the wisdom is in union. Yes. We try to come together to see what best we can get out of it, get from it. Yes. If, he, if each nation in Europe thinks of what it should get from the union, you are in the inverse process. What should I offer to the union? Just like what should I offer to the group? When I am in the group, what is it that I should offer to this group? That should be my concern. Not what shall I get from this group. Yes. If I think of what I should get from all these members, I am in the whirlpool energy. Yes. Yes. If I think of what I can share with them, what is it that I can give them? If that is my major concern, I am into a fountaining energy. That's it. That's the difference. Yes. Everywhere we go, we only see what we have to get. Isn't it? But the wisdom, the scripture, it says, it's a process of nemesis, self-degeneration and destruction. The true process is, as I wake up in the morning till I sleep in the night, I must see how many people I can help. With what little resources I have, what little abilities I have. Yes. Share your abilities, share your strengths, and support the people around. That's how it is. That should be the attitude. 
That's the law of action. That is how the universe is in action. The universal action is what is called yajna. Meaning, it's an action for others. One for many. One for many is the ideal situation. Many for one. That's why we threw away the kings. Why did the French Revolution happen? Why the monarchical system went away? Why did it go away? Because all for the king. And the king builds palaces. He builds mirrors. Hall of mirrors. A horror hall. <laughs> and a walls with a precious... <laughs> Precious stones, precious metal, gold coating of the domes, golden cars, golden chairs, golden crown, uh, crown. All gold. Whose money is it? So many for one. We don't want. So, but what happened? Yes. Instead of one, there are ten now. Yes. Instead of one, it is now ten or a hundred. Yes. Governing. Yes. But nothing changed. Yes. Why? Because the attitude of human doesn't change as a group. It changes on a person to person, individual to individual. Individual to individual, when a person totally transforms to live only for others, such one benefits a large community. Yes. Today you see there are some businessmen who don't do business just for, for their sake. There are businessmen who are adopting African nations, underdeveloped nations. Yes. Because they feel, what do I do with all this wealth? Let me help a nation. Yes. Let me help a province. That is goodwill. Such ones, hmm, are released from their personal fate. They are released from their personal conditioning. So as long as man thinks of himself, he is into a self-conditioning process. And that is what we call the fate. But when he thinks of others, others' needs, others' requirements, and tries to uplift others' cause, genuine cause. Yes. We cannot afford to have hungry members in human family. But there are so many. While we waste food, on a daily basis we waste food. While there are... Well, there are other members of human family who don't get even one meal a day. 
Can we say we are responsible? Likewise, clothing. Too much clothing. Full of wardrobes. If you open the wardrobe, the clothing falls on you. So much. You fill it up and then push the door. Yeah. <laughs> Why so much clothing? So many shoes. So many, everything. Why can't you think of those who don't have any? When you think of others' basic needs and then act towards fulfilling an infinitesimal part of it, just a grain. It's already an act of goodwill. When I went to Cuba, I found our own group members, if they are to attend to a group life, they were walking from Barcelona to Teresa. Can you imagine? From Barcelona to Teresa, they come by walk. We were astonished. I said, you walk all the way for this wisdom to meet. Please, you stay where you are, I come to you. Mm. Yes. And the conditions there, of course, now they are all improving. But if Cuba is like that, there are many other countries where there is nothing. No food, no clothing, no shelter, no medicine. Mm-hmm. Are we concerned? Are we not concerned? Yes. If we are concerned, how much are we acting for them? That's where the transformation into a fountaining energy happens. Not otherwise. Yes. Yes. When, when we are for others, others benefit, then you are in tune with the universal law of action. When you are not in tune with the universal law of action, yes, you get more and more and more condition. Yes. It's an endless conditioning. That's why the law of action tells us, Keep acting for others' benefit. Yes. For that you are given the breath. You are given the heartbeat. You are supplied with awareness. Yes. It's not appropriate to yourself. That's where Bhagavad Gita says there are two ways of action. Krishna tells Arjuna, you choose which is like, which you like. You can act for yourself, for your own benefit. You can act for the benefit of general good. Yes. In the first method, you work out your own nemesis. In the second method, your awareness grows to encompass 
the whole planet. It's up to you. Yes. Yes. The first is called a process of creating karma, fate, while the other is called the process of yajna or sacrifice which tends you to be mortal. Yes. This is an important fundamental of action. Yes. When we do not follow this, all our actions are oriented towards results. But a wise man, he keeps acting, he does not think of results. Yes. Once it so happened that in South India there was an initiator. He had to go to Delhi to speak to the Mughal Emperor Akbar because his, his province is threatened, threatened, his, his province is threatened in South by a likely aggression by one of the subordinates of the Emperor Mughal. Akbar. Akbar had different uh, local heads to manage certain provinces. But there was one province which was ruled by an Indian king who was considered to be a very wise person. So Akbar did not get in war with him. He let her, that kingdom to conduct itself. So Akbar also was an initiate. <clears throat> yes. But then the provincial heads, the neighboring provincial heads, who are the assistants of Akbar, they were looking to this province which is independent and they have a hawkish attitude towards it. Aggressive. How to how to annex it? Yes. The army of Akbar is very powerful compared to the army of the Indian provincial king. Akbar doesn't want aggression or annexation, but then the subordinates. They are working it out. So an initiate from the province, yes, he said, I will go and meet the emperor. Yes. Meeting the emperor is not such an easy thing. Yes. But he was a wise man. Yes. He was very old. Wise because of age, wise because of wisdom. Old because of wisdom, old because of age also. Yes. He went nearer to Delhi. Yes. And he inquired, normally when Akbar moves out, on which road he moves more? Yes. yes. 
So he picked up land in a particular area where it is very likely that Akbar passes through. Yes. There he started digging land and planting mango seeds and pouring water. He was waiting with an expectation, one day Akbar will come. Touch wood, one day Akbar came. He saw an old man trying to grow a mango garden and it is, it is, hardly he would see the trees growing because he may die any moment. He's so old. Yes. So it was interesting to Akbar. So he dismounted his heart went to the old person and said, What is it you are doing here, sir? He said. The wise man said, I am trying to prepare a garden, a mango garden. Yes. Then Akbar smiled and said, When will your garden grow? When will it when when will the trees bear fruit? And when will you eat it? Yes. Then the wise man smiled and Did you eat a mango? He asked the, he asked Akbar. Yes. He said yes. Since when mangoes are being eaten from generations. Yes. If our grandfathers did not think of planting mangoes, we would not have eaten mangoes today, isn't it? When they prepare gardens, the fruits of the gardens are for the next generation. So also I prepare this mango garden not with a view to eat the fruits, but with a view to offer them. Yes. I may not see, I may not see the fruits, but I am sure the fruits will come. Because nature, I trust nature. The moment these plants grow into trees, they bear mangoes. I may, I may not be there. But the mangoes would be eaten by some mem- some members of the human family. Does it not give us happiness that you are being in the body? If you are doing something which would mean a benefit to a large community, in a future time, should I not engage in it or not? That's how he asked a question to Akbar. Akbar was so thrilled. Yes. It's not that you just think of yourself. Here is an old man who is thinking of future generations. Yes. Whom he doesn't know. It is not, it's not that he is planting seeds for his, for his children, for his grandchildren, for his family. It's an unknown place. He came to Delhi. And he is preparing a garden 
where the, the, the work done would benefit the future generations of humanity. Yes. It was very inspiring to Akbar. He said, who are you and from where have you come? Then the, the initiate informed that he came from such and such a province from South India and there is a problem there from his assistants. Yes. It would be good if you can relieve those assistants from those placements. Yes. Send them away. So that you, you continue to have good name with us. The people in, in that province love you because you are very understanding emperor. But if an aggression or an annexation is planned, you go down in history as an aggressor. So the Akbar, he, he ensures that those malfunctioning assistants, they are all sent to Makkah. Yes. One, th- one, thing with, one thing with Akbar is, whoever, whoever was not functioning well in his kingdom, amidst his community, he quietly used to tell them, no more in India, go to Mecca. Yes. He used to pay the charges for him to go to Mecca and settle there in Mecca and pray Allah. Yes. So why I say this, it's a real event that happened, that wise men think of doing deeds of goodwill even up to their breathing the last. Because they know, as long as breath is given, so long I shall live a worthy life of serving the fellow men. So that is one of the laws which I... Which we have overshot the time. No? So, either or many other laws. Our Joseph Paradell, our president, he is, he is, he is very ambitious to, to draw as much wisdom as possible. But then in two days, what best could be done is done. There are many more laws. There are laws meant for the youth. There are laws meant for the uh, householders. There are laws meant for the aged people. There are laws meant for the teachers. There are laws meant for administrators. There are laws meant for businessmen. There are laws meant for the retired community. There are laws for the females. There are laws for the males. So many laws were promoted by our common ancestor. Common ancestor. Who we call We all have only one ancestor. Yeah. He is called Vaivasvata Manu. Yes. 
So he gave all these laws when he brought out this humanity on this planet. It is he who brought us from the other planet, which we today call the moon. Yes. From moon, we are all brought here. What we see is our moon, is our previous earth. That's where we lived. It is our old house. We moved into a new house. And we are not able to move out of this house. Yes. So the man who brought us over here, the Vaivasata Manu, he gave the laws as to how to live on the planet and to leave the planet into higher circles, both. So to live well and to live in a good way. And those laws are eternal laws. Yes. I could give you seven laws which you may keep pondering upon and see how much it can be brought into our daily life. Thank you.